Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Okay, we're going to restart. If the last few years have taught us anything, it's how to adjust. With in-person contact limited last year, students have taken that as an opportunity to reach even more people with their agriculture education efforts. I'm Taylor Schaefer for the Midwest Farm Report, and I'm here with Grace Voss and Clarissa Gross, who are juniors at UW-Madison studying dairy science and agriculture business. They are also committee members for the Association of Women in Agriculture's annual Breakfast on the Farm, which is set to return to campus later this spring. And Clarissa and Grace, not only are your degrees preparing you for a career in agriculture, but you're also involved in student organizations on campus. One is the Association of Women in Agriculture. What has that kind of looked like for your collegiate career? So I guess we really only got part of a normal year, starting with COVID and then freshman year after spring break, that kind of cut things off. So sophomore year was completely virtual, and this year we're finally getting things back to normal, which has been really nice. It's been hard to get people back involved in person, but we're doing our best, and I think everyone's enjoying being back in person. And Breakfast on the Farm has looked kind of different, like you said, in recent years from what we may remember. But what does the planning look like for an event of that size? How did your organization manage switching to a virtual platform last year? So last year we were maybe going to have it in person and we had to, at the last minute, kind of change it to a virtual thing. So we combined with Collegian Farm Bureau and their A day on campus and we decided to make it a virtual event and we sent out boxes with different Wisconsin commodities in it. We did a lot of stuff on social media that day uh, just to get people involved and try to make it as interactive as possible, even at a virtual setting. And as you said, transitioning is kind of a hard thing to do, especially at the last minute. So with those events, your overall goal was to reach as many people as possible. And I'm sure that's going to continue here into 2022. So what's the event looking like for this spring? Uh, So far, we're planning in person and we're hoping that we can continue with that plan. So right now we are preparing as if it's going to be in person. It's been a little bit of a a struggle since we don't have many members with experience um, with an in-person event since the seniors are the only ones that have attended and helped uh, prepare for an in-person event. So we're working really hard to make it the best that we can. Yeah, just like Clarissa said, we are just kind of starting from scratch and it's really nice that we get to make the event our own, especially like you said, uh, with only the seniors participating and they were freshmen at the time so they really don't even have as much experience as other people who have done the event in the past. And like you said I'm sure in a year where there's still so much uncertainty on campus you've run into challenges including that involvement aspect of the student member. So has there been kind of like a transition period with these chairs? Has anyone helped with the virtual event you had last year? What is that kind of looking like between the chair team? So far uh, the transition period has kind of looked like We've been reaching out to people that have graduated already, which has been kind of tough because obviously they're living their life and they're not um, thinking about BOTF because they they aren't involved in our organization as much as they were in the past. So we have been trying to reach out to them, and they've been really helpful at giving us ideas and letting us know what we need to do. We've also been talking to the seniors just to see what the event, being at the event is like because we just don't have that experience. Yeah, like Grace said, it's mainly just reaching out to people who have the most experience to 
make it the best that we can so that our attendees that know what it was like in the past and are looking forward to coming back can enjoy it as much as they have. And still in the planning stages, but how many people are you expecting at the event this year? We are really hoping to get about 1,200 people. That's about what we've had in the past. So how many sausages, eggs, or pancakes? What does that kind of look like? Where do you store all of the food? How does it get to the event? So we store all the food. It'll be Varsity Meats this year. They have a whole bunch of big freezers and fridges that we'll be putting all the food in. AWA also has some storage space that we'll be looking to use. Eggs and sausages, currently I think we are getting about 15 gallons of liquid eggs, 400 pounds of sausages, and pancakes is is a lot. And when we talk about an event this size, money obviously has to be involved. So where does all of this come from? Do you kind of rely on donations from community members or do other student organizations get involved? What does that look like? So uh, as far as volunteering, all of our members are required to help at the event and then For donations, we ask other uh, agriculture student organizations on campus, as well as many, many businesses um, in the agriculture industry and families as well of AWA members. So Mm -hmm. pretty much anybody who's open to donating, we would appreciate it. And how can the community stay involved with you guys? Do you have anything on Facebook? Are you posting online? Where can they find more information about how to get involved or even donate money if they're looking to do that as well? We have a Facebook page, so you can interact on that, like our Facebook. And we'll be having an event page that will hopefully be created pretty soon. Leading up to the event, we'll be having a lot of social media posts and introductions to the chairs and things of that nature. Thank you again to Grace and Clarissa for joining us. Again, they're juniors at UW-Madison studying dairy sciences and agriculture business. For more information about this year's Breakfast on the Farm, find the Association of Women in Agriculture on Facebook, or visit our website at midwestfarmreport.com. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer.